Hello, welcome to another beautiful Sunday service at the Lighthouse Digital Church. You know, last week we started a new series titled Dig Your Trenches in the Valley. Now, have you been in a place of nothingness, a place that seems dry, where nothing seems to be working for you? It seems like your reality is not catching up to your dream or your dreams are not catching up with your reality. It seems like God liked you. You know, God gave you a plan. God showed you where he's taking you to. But at the end of it all, after putting in so much effort, after trying so much, you still seem to be failing. My dear friend, you might be in a place called Lodiba. Lodiba in the Bible is a place of nothingness, a place of emptiness, a place of barrenness, a place that is dry. You might call it the wilderness. Now, what would you do or what do you do when you're in the wilderness, when you're in Lodiba? For some, they would blame God. God lied to me. God failed me. God did not keep his word. God does not know what he's doing. For others, their mouth becomes the graveyard. Oh my God, I'm doomed. I'm failing. Nothing seems to be working for me. Nothing is going in my favor. Everything is just falling out of place for me. You know, Lodiba is the perfect place to sit back, relax, and take stock of everything. But you know what else you can do in Lodiba? You dig your trenches in the valley. You dig your trenches in the valley. Now, we are going to continue this series. I hope that you enjoy and learn all the lessons we're supposed to learn in this series. Let's go to church. Praise God forevermore. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for what you are going to do in our midst this morning. Thank you, Almighty God, for the revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ that will permeate our hearts and help us, O oh God, to embrace that which you have done for us. May the words coming from the lips of mine bless your people, encourage your people in the name of Jesus. May they glorify the name of Jesus. May they edify your people. May we live here, O oh God, knowing fully with Father that we have been with Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A couple of things before we start this session. I just want to say to you, by next week, the 8th of, 8th of May, will be exactly one year that we have been doing this broadcast. So we're going to be having a session next week uh, for like Thanksgiving. We're just going to be playing a lot of songs and possibly some people are going to have some testimonies as well that we can share with you. It's just been a great experience for me for how the Lord has helped us this past one year. And I just want to thank all of you for every single day that you turn, every single Sunday that you, you, turn, you, turn, you tune in to this service, for every um, midweek service that you attend, for every morning prayer on Saturdays that you attend. I just want to say thank you very much for uh, being there, coming to church, and being part of the journey. Uh, what the Lord has asked me to do, I cannot do it in um, with, with with nobody. You know what I mean? I cannot do it with um, by myself alone. You know, so I want to thank you very much. I really, really appreciate uh, your showing up in church and especially putting to use what God is teaching us. Remember, it is the doer of the word that gets results. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, please, there should be a banner at the end of the service that will tell you about the program. Uh, the program is going to be a short program. We are asking for people to please um, share your testimony. It's, 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 it has been something that the Lord has done for you over the past one year that you have been hanging out with us. We would like you to uh, share that with our team. There should be... Uh, an email on the screen i think tama at lighthouse.org that you can send your testimony to or we collect that together and then we would like you to uh, please share that the other thing is that you could actually do a short video like this uh maybe maybe 30 minutes 30 seconds or one minute video or two minute video shoot the video send it send it to that email address and we, our team will put that together so that we can um, share that with the rest of the world that's what god has, has done for you this past one year the other thing I want to uh, mention is that obviously remember that today is communion service. 
3.30, we're going to come back to this platform and on Zoom, actually. We're going to meet on Zoom and share the word of the Lord. I have a word for this month, you know, that the Lord has laid in my heart. So, uh, and, and, and why saying that? I'm going to say Happy New Month. It's going to be a month where everything that's been dead in your life will come alive. The word that God gave me for this month is Lazarus come forth. You know, Lazarus come forth, which means it doesn't matter what it is, it's dead. There's going to be resurrection happening in the name of Jesus. Praise God uh, forevermore. And lastly, this coming Wednesday, we're starting a new program. Uh, it's going to be once a month, the same time of for midweek service. You don't need to change the time is that once a month going forward now we want to be looking at what we call the practicalities of grace um and actually another word for this metamorpho metamorpho means transformation it's actually is a greek word that means transformation and the session we're going to be running on wednesdays for the very first wednesdays or wednesday of every month we'll be focusing on issues questions in people's hearts uh, that possibly have not been addressed it might be issues around polygamy it might be issues around uh, masturbation it might be issues around um, domestic violence it might be issues around you know near near success syndrome you know so essentially we've created a number of questions uh, from people that um and we're still going to be curating more questions so if you have got questions you know how to think how do i do this practically i've heard about this grace thing i've heard about the love of god but how do i do this practically please send that question again to tama at lighthouse.org we are going to put all that together and what we're doing is that we are inviting guests to come and speak all right we're going to get guests to come and speak and they will ask questions it's it's more like a talk show really we'll talk about it and have conversation and then you can you can comment you can jump on the queue and also share your thought on that day so it's going to be the same time that we're meeting on wednesdays at six o'clock uk time but it's just that on that day we're not going to do the normal bible study we're going to be looking at this metamorphic thing all right so at the end of the service i think the announcers also will share this thing again but i just want to quickly talk about that now that i've got some time praise god now last week we started talking about um digging your trenches in the valley and i mentioned that um for the believer there's no such thing really as the valley time because we are always moving from one mountain top to another we are always moving from one mountain top to the other so essentially what uh, i'm saying to you is uh, even though we're calling it digging your trenches in the valley it's all about what do you do when things are not looking great for you say for example you got a doctor's report you got a report from your your child your child's school that maybe things are not going well as you should um or maybe the mortgage uh, is about to be the house is about to be repossessed because you're you're, you're due you're, you're falling behind on your mortgage or you're looking for a job and it's been so difficult or you are in a toxic relationship whatever it is that may not seem to make sense you know that is what we call the valley all right okay but remember the bible says that praise be to god who always lead us in perpetual parade of victory praise be to god who always leads us in perpetual parade of victory and what what that is saying essentially is that because we're in christ we get to enjoy the victory that jesus christ already won on our behalf all right so when you find yourself in a difficult position i want you to know that you are going to 100 percent come out on the other side victorious why because christ already won the victory for us so that's why the bible encourages us that god always leads us in this perpetual parade of victory so when what god taught me over uh, i think about four four months ago um was about what do you do when you are you find yourself in the valley god expects us to dig trenches to dig containers in readiness for the outpouring of his blessing because god never leaves us or abandons us in a place where we find ourselves if you find ourselves in a place that is not so great god always comes around to help us and but in order for him to help us because he help is always available he wants us to create containers expectation in our hearts all right to receive what he has he has in store for us so last week i started the topic and i started talking about that god will give you a word 
when you find yourself in a difficult position you hear a word from the lord i spoke about the fact that you need to learn to prophesy over your own life when you find something that is not working open your mind and begin to prophesy begin to declare what you want to see in that situation because your power is in your mouth okay praise god now today i want to talk about the atmosphere how to incubate the atmosphere for miracles and what i'm going to be doing today is i'm going to be looking at the bible i also i'm going to explain some things about quantum physics because we live in a physical world there are actually principles and laws of life that god has interwoven into the physical realities that when we learn one or two things about these things it will also help us to know that god has actually placed everything we need to incubate miracles in our lives okay so there was a story that we looked at last week in second kings chapter 3 from verses 1 to 20 uh, but i'm not going to read all of that you know we we read up to the point where there were three kings going to fight this fourth king who was meant to be paying homage to this one of these kings this this one this king the king of israel went to f- make a- alliances with the king of judah and the king of um Edom and they were now going to this king of Moab to go and have a military campaign against this king but as they were going they didn't carry enough water their water ran out and they found themselves after seven days they found themselves in a very dry place where there was no water for the cattle for the livestock and even for the soldiers that they were going on this military campaign with all right but the challenge now is that without water in the state of dryness the only thing that will happen is they eventually have to will have to die now i've read this i've read about recent research before that says you can live um without for three days i think or three weeks without food you know but you can only survive for three days without water you know and obviously you cannot survive more than three seconds without hair you know right but water is very important so for seven days and they've been in this state where they have no water so things become so difficult say they were not looking for a way out so um Jehoshaphat the king of Judah said look is there no prophet that we can talk to that can tell us the mind of God right so this prophet was found prophet Elisha he did not want to talk to the king of Israel because the king of Israel came from a lineage of evil kings. They always do bad things, right? But he said because of the king of Ju- king of uh, Judah, King Jehoshaphat, he is going to give them audience. Now I'm going to start from verse nine, so that I'll read a verse nine, and then I will explain what Je- um, Elisha then did, which is the, the the focus of this message today: atmosphere for miracles. Where you, while you are digging uh, the trenches in the valley how do you incubate the atmosphere for miracles praise god let's go into the text so the king of israel went to the king of judah and the king of edom they made a circuit of seven days journey but there was no water for the army or for the cattle that followed them then the king of israel said we are doomed for the lord has called these three kings to be handed over to moab but jehoshaphat said is there no prophet of the lord here from whom we may inquire of the lord one of the servants of the king of israel answered elisha the son of shaphat is here we used to pour water over Elijah's hands. Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to Elisha. Now Elisha said to the king of Israel, what business do you have with me? Go to the prophets of your wicked father Ahab and to the prophets of your pagan mother Jezebel. But the king of Israel said to him, no, for the Lord has called these three kings together to be handed over to Moab, which was a lie, right? Which I've counted that last week. If you haven't heard that message, please go back to the YouTube channel. you find it, the, the part one of this message, the way I counted the father, God does not bring evil on people. All right, at least not on his children anyway. All right, so verse 14, Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts armies leaves, before whom I stand, weigh not that I have, re- I have regard for Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. I will not even look at you nor see you, king of Israel. Okay, so verse 15 is where I am going for today's message. All right, but because he had regard, right, for Jehoshaphat, he said, Bring me a musician. And it came about while the musician played, that the hand or the power of the Lord came upon Elisha. And Elisha said, Thus says the Lord, make this valley, the Arabah, full of trenches. For thus says the Lord, you will not see wind or rain, yet that valley will be filled with water. So you and your cattle and your other animals may drink. 
this is but a simple thing in the sight of the lord he will also hand over the moabites to you verse 19 you shall strike every fortified city and every choice principal city and cut and every good tree and stop up all sources of water and win every good piece of land with stones it happened in the morning when the sacrifice was offered that suddenly water came miraculously from the area of Edom and the country was filled with water praise God now I'm not going to dwell on a lot of the verses I'm only going to focus on verse 15 but now bring me a musician and it came about while the musician played that the hand or the power of the Lord came upon Elisha my God you know this scripture says there is an atmosphere that propel propels the miraculous power of God. Rabbi says, when the musician began to play, then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah. Now, remember, under the old covenant, the power will come on them for service, and then the power will go away. In the new covenant, you do have that power living inside of you. So essentially, God lives in your spirit. The Spirit of God lives in your spirit. So what does that then have to do with music? You know, Jesus Christ said on that day, that great day of the feast, he said that uh, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. That living water is talking about the Holy Spirit that will come upon the believers. But on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, when Jesus Christ, as after he had gone back to heaven, because he promised us and said, when I go, the comforter will come. You know, and when the comforter comes, he's going to empower you for service. He said, but you must tarry here in Jerusalem until you receive power or you endure with power from on high. So in Acts chapter 2, they were there in, on the day of Pentecost. They were there in the upper room and they all of a sudden, you know what? The Holy Spirit showed up and, you know, they began to speak in tongues. They received power now for ministry. Now, the good news is the moment you gave your life to Jesus, that same Holy Spirit comes into your spirit. In, in everybody's lives, it seems that there are two encounters, the two major encounters of the Holy Spirit. There's the encounter that we have when we give our life to Jesus, when, when, we, became, when we become born again, as it were. Our God takes away that evil spirit and replaces it with the Holy Spirit. So now you have the Spirit of God living inside of you. But we also, also, also have another encounter where you encounter the miraculous power of God, which is manifested, which manifests itself in speaking in tongues. Essentially, God endues you with um, with power for service. If God has called you to do something, His power comes in upon you, where it comes upon you and works from within you to empower you to do what He's called you to do. So when you compare the, uh, the kind of arrangement we have under the new covenant with what uh, Elisha had here, it was while the music was playing, right, that Elisha had the hand of the Lord came upon him. Essentially, the Holy Spirit came upon him afresh. But you see, in your case, the Holy Spirit is already in you. So as you begin to praise God in the middle of the crisis, the Spirit of God comes from the inside out to then come and begin to cause things to happen in your life. In their case, in the case of the whole covenant here, when Elisha, when the musician began to play, began to praise God, God showed up. God showed up and God then began to give them a word a prophetic utterance, a direction, what they should do to get themselves out of the quagmire that they have found themselves. So now, there's an atmosphere congenial for the miraculous. There's an, an atmosphere that actually supports the miraculous. There's an atmosphere for miracles. There's an atmosphere for miracles. That atmosphere for miracles is an atmosphere that is laden with praise, an atmosphere of praise to God. You see, this atmosphere is called worship. This atmosphere is called praise. This atmosphere is called an atmosphere of harmony. There's a scripture I want to show you that will really bless you. You see, being in an harmonious environment where everything is working in synchronicity is an atmosphere that actually is fuel the blessing of God. The Bible says that how wonderful it is that brethren should live together in unity. 
how wonderful it is that brethren should live together in unity for there the lord commands his blessing what does that mean it means that when you are united in your mind you are united with people around you the lord commands his blessing the blessing of god is able to prosper you know in that place the blessing of god is able to manifest more in your life when you are in tandem or you are in unity with people all around you essentially god god's power thrives in this in a state of unity okay so this harmony this unity is a language of the universe now in the book of proverbs chapter 8 verse 27 to 31 again i'm i have shared this to before in bible study but for those of you who don't come to bible study this would be a good one for you to just learn now look at this proverbs chapter 8 verse 27 to 31 the bible here says talking about jesus by the way it's talking about before the ocean's depths were poured out and before there were any glorious fountains overflowing with water, I was there doing what? Dancing. <laughs> I was there dancing. I want you to understand what I'm saying here. Before God formed anything at all, there was an atmosphere. There was an atmosphere that 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 supported the creative process. That atmosphere was atmosphere of atmosphere of dance, praise. Before anything was created. There was the, the ground was prepared for the creative work of God, and that ground was laden with dancing. Which means everything that God built, He built on an atmosphere of dance, an atmosphere of praise. That's why when you are a praiser, in the middle of the challenge, things are bound to change and move in your life. When you become a worshiper. When you become somebody who praises, who praises God, regardless of what you are going through, you vocalize words of praise to the Father. You are incubating a miraculous, uh, the atmosphere for the miraculous to happen in your life. Let's go to verse 25. Bible says, even before one mountain had been sculpted or one hill raised up, I was already there dancing. When he created the earth, the fields, even the first atom of dust, I was already there doing what? Dancing. Before there was the first atom of dust. I'm, I'm going to talk about atom today when, if I get time to get there. Jesus Christ was there. But what was he doing? Dancing. He, he can, then, therefore, you can say here clearly that the atomic structure of the earth is encapsulated in an atmosphere of dance, an atmosphere of praise. That blesses me so much. This is the reason why what I'm sharing to you, for you today, if, you, if, if God opens your heart to see it, it means that you can create the miraculous in your life if you can just cultivate this harmonious environment in where you live. If you can cultivate this atmosphere of praise and worship where you live. Because every atom in your house, every atom around you is vibrating with this praise, praise uh, wavelength, as it were. So verse 27 says, When he hung the tapestry of the heavens and stretched out the horizon of the earth, when the clouds and skies were set in place and the subterranean fountains began to flow strong, I was already there before there was ever a mountain. Before nothing was, I was already there. When he set in place the pillars of the earth and spoke the decrees of the seas, commanding the waves so that they wouldn't overstep their boundaries, I was there, close to the creator's side as his master artist. Now, what was I doing? Daily, every single day, he was filled with delight in me. God was filled with delight in Jesus. As Jesus Christ playfully rejoiced before him. Do you see the atmosphere? The atmosphere again is the atmosphere of what? Rejoicing, dancing, and praise. Verse 31. I laughed. Ha ha ha. I played so happy with what he had made while finding my delight in the children of men. So you can see, when you look at this text, you can see delight, happiness, uh, joy, um, dancing as evidence of what was there at the very beginning that's why i said harmony is a language of the universe so when he says bring me a musician what he's trying to do is trying to uh, follow the creative process that when the atmosphere is charged with praise and worship the creative power of god is able to then move okay so when you learn to be a worshiper or we make worship a lifestyle 
you will always have more to be grateful to God for. Why is that? Because an atmosphere of gratitude produces wavelengths that vibrate higher and faster than complaints. Consequently, things keep getting better in your life. I have a note on the screen that says, one of the worst things you could ever do in a valley, quote unquote, valley situation is to complain and moan all of the time. You know why? When you complain and you moan, you are vibrating at the level of complain. And because there's a law of life that says like attracts like, what happens is that you're going to keep getting things to complain about. When things don't work for you, when things are still work in progress for you, the best attitude to have is that of gratitude. I'm going to show you today later when I talk about the emotional scale. If I able, I'm able to get there, you know, it was some work by quantum physics physicists that shows about the, the scale of that each emotion is on the wavelength. But the greatest attitude you can have when you are in the valley situation is to find something in that situation or all around you that you can shift your attention from the lack the sickness the poverty whatever it is you're going through to shift your attention to something else because wherever your attention goes energy flows wherever you keep putting your your attention right it will keep growing bigger why because energy flows where attention goes energy flows where attention goes if i keep looking at what i don't have or things are not working instead of it reducing it actually will begin to grow bigger because i am putting energy into it okay so gratitude is another word that i call great attitude gratitude is called great attitude and gratitude which is great attitude determines your attitude you've had a saying your attitude determines your attitude you've had a saying but i'm saying to you gratitude is actually the great attitude that determines your attitude and i'm going to show you later today purely from science about why when you are in a valley situation the foundation of the change in your trajectory is to embrace gratitude if you want to know uh, how to cultivate gratitude you can go on you on, on on amazon i have a book called uh, the gratitude code it has helped a lot of people it has helped a lot of people to change their 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 overarching wavelength or the overarching emotion from from um from lack to to abundance from anxiety to to boldness you know the book is a 30-day uh build up that helps you to just change your your viewpoint so that you can make gratitude a way of life so if you complain a lot you are going to delay the manifestation of god's miracles in your life if you are always complaining and moaning you have become what is called a lamenter now you know the way to know when somebody's lamenting if if you've never seen one if somebody dies everybody starts to cry right that is an, an environment of lament actually the word complain in the greek language is from the same root word to lament so essentially a person who is a complainer is a lamenter or is a mourner or is a pallbearer someone who carries dead bodies so essentially when you are always complaining you are digging graves for yourself you don't need to do that when you are always mourning and complaining you have become a whaler an unfortunate person so in genesis chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 the bible says that every seed produces after its kind so the Bible here says in Genesis chapter 11, 1 verse 11 says, And God said, Let the earth put forth tender vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees yielding fruit whose seed is in itself, each according to its kind upon the earth. And it was so. Look at verse 12. The earth brought forth this vegetation that God said, plants yielding seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which it was their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and admirable and God approved it so God approved this irrevocable law of life that says every seed produces a its kind so if you're always complaining even when you are especially when you are in the decision when things are not looking good and you're just moaning and complaining money 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 and complain 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 that money and complain becomes a seed that produces after its kind and then you're gonna keep having things to complain and moan about 
okay so a complainer attracts more things that he or she will need to complain about it becomes an endless vicious cycle that can only be broken when one goes through a season of thanksgiving when you begin to become a praiser psalm 100 verse 4 to 5 says enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise talking about god our access to god should come always with praise and thanksgiving we should give thanks to him and praise his name for the lord is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations so the entrance into the atmosphere that creates the miraculous the atmosphere where god dominates is praise and thanksgiving and this aligns with what i shared earlier right about that book of proverbs chapter 8 verse 31 when i said that you know there's an atmosphere that is called harmony which was there before the foundation was formed the foundation of the earth was formed before the earth was formed even before the heaven was formed there's an atmosphere in the universe it's called the law of harmony everything in the universe is meant to work in synchrony praise god all right so now you've understood why you have to praise now, i want to show you something now based on quantum physics over the next 10 minutes i'm going to explain to you in you the physical reality that you experience how it came to be based on quantum physics now i want to say something quickly a bit of background about me i studied computer science with physics in my first degree so i learned in, in one or two things when i was in university about quantum physics but i must tell you the truth whatever i learned then i didn't really remember right but as i began to get more understanding in this field uh, because i'm always thinking about well you know are there are things that we can relate to in the physical world that can help us to understand the mind of god if you think about it the bible says the trees the plants the firmament de declares what the glory of god so which means you can study nature to understand god so what i want to do today is show you something in quantum physics that i studied i did some research on that will further fuel the need for you to cultivate an atmosphere that will help the miraculous to thrive in your life let's go into it now as a human being as a human being you are a tripartite human being you are a spirit you have a mind and you live in the body it is through your body this physical body the five senses as it were that you receive impulses from the outside world so you might see something you might smell something you must touch something the sense signals through these organs the five senses and when these organs receive this information the or the senses interpret this information and your mind then dwells on them and then associate um, patterns to what you received it goes into your brain and, and checks whether you've had this bank of knowledge before and does some sort of association so when you perceive a smell something is triggered in your brain based on what you've had before and you put it in a shelf somewhere and say this is what this means okay so your brain is constantly doing this work where it's filtering information that you receive so that it can associate them to certain patterns so that next time you need to do that it doesn't have to be something that you have to struggle to do again that's what your body is actually trying to do your brain is wired to help you to succeed to survive all right so therefore it doesn't want to spend your brain doesn't want to spend too much time trying to find out where is this one so it does what they call cataloging it to catalog information that you are receiving based on past experiences and put them in shelf so that when you need that information again it can go back and retrieve it that's how your brain works now the brain your body is physical yeah it's a physical organ things that you can touch your mind is not physical nobody knows where your mind is right but we know we have a mind and your spirit is deep inside that is who you are on the inside again we cannot see the spirit we cannot see the mind but we know we have these things right so human beings therefore are both physical and spiritual physical things you can touch spiritual things you cannot touch right now I want to talk about the physical part a bit because that's where quantum physics start to come to play you see your body largely is made up of atom now remember what we read earlier in the book of proverbs it says before an atom of dust is made was made jesus christ was there the harmonious 
environment was already there before God made even one atom, atom of dust. So, because we are also made from dust, right? We are also made up of atoms. Human beings are made up of what? Atoms. If I want to explain carefully, um, really the way it works is anything that has uh, that physical or that occupies a space is called matter in physics. Yeah, matter. Yeah, my Bible is matter. My head is matter. Anything that occupies a space, anything that has a size or a weight and occupies a space is called matter. Matter is made up of what is what we call molecules, right? And molecules are made up of atoms. Now, in an atom, an atom is this smallest item of matter that can exist, right? But in an atom, you have what we call a nucleus, which is the center of the atom. Essentially, you have an atom, and in the center of the atom is um, is, is is something that holds the atom together. It's called a nucleus. Inside the nucleus, you have neutrons and protons. You might see it on the screen, right? You have neutrons and protons. Okay, and in the neutrons and protons, these are the things that make make up the nucleus. But around this nucleus of the atom, you have what we call electrons. Electrons are negative charge particles. Um, the the protons are positive charge particles. So it's the interaction of the negative charge particle and the positive charge particles that keeps um, that the interaction that keeps um, the the nucleus bound together. Uh, the nucleus bound together so that it's, the atom is stable as it were. All right. So now quantum physicists find out that the more they uh, the more they kept looking through the microscope into this um, uh, atom into the nucleus of the atom, they find that it, it, the proton there actually is broken into what we call quarks. But as the more they look into it, they find that actually it turns into waves. Alright? So, and in the waves you have magnetic field and you have electric field. So, fundamentally you can say that every atom is made up of waves, which means everything vibrates. Everything in the universe vibrates. Because wave is something that's always moving like this. Your body vibrates at the, at the atomic level. Even though you might not know, the door in your house vibrates, which means if it vibrates, it has a frequency. If it vibrates, it has a frequency. Everything that vibrates has a frequency. So your body has a frequency. That's the reason why when you are thinking a particular thought, it changes the way you feel. If you, if you think good thought, your, your emotion changes. If you think bad thought, your emotion changes. And there are emotions that change can be felt by another person without you speaking. Why? Because it is transferred through the electromagnetic waves. So if anybody can feel the energy around you based on your, what you think about, it means fundamentally you have electromagnetic waves all around you. Your physical body vibrates at a very atomic level. And that's quite profound because it means that the same way this on the screen, you can see that that atom has electric field and magnetic field that is called frequencies and wavelengths. It's the same way in which at the, at the atomic level, your body has got the same electromagnetic wave you know, all around you. Now, the electric signals that are around you is formed by your thoughts. When you think something, thoughts are actually electric energy. That's the reason why you can sit somewhere and you start thinking about something bad or something good and it will begin to change your atmosphere because it's sending out continuously electric waves from us, from, from you all around you. Now just imagine, if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, you have what? You, you have now carried an inherent negative energy that you are spewing out of yourself. And what, that, what, what, what will happen essentially is that somebody else is going to pick that up. All right, so the same thing goes for positive energy. If you think some positive things, other people are going to pick it up. Now, what about your feelings? Well, the emotions you have, they create magnetic field around you. That magnetic field pulls to you or sends away from you that which you like and that which you don't like. So essentially, if you want to have good things in your life, think with thoughts and carry an emotion of positivity that would continuously bring good, those good things to you, into your life. Now, you may have heard about my TR model, T-E-A-R, and I explained T-E-A-R is thought, emotions, actions, and results. And I said thoughts 
thoughts create emotions emotions lead to actions and actions produce results so when you have your thoughts positively and you have emotions positively what will happen is automatically to lead you to take positive actions all right and that will give you good results in your life that's the reason why the emotions are important praise god now let's go back into uh, what we're talking about earlier now if you go back there should be something on the screen here is about the electron orbit model or the electron cloud model now electron orbit model is a traditional way in which we have understood um, the way electrons are formed uh, electrons orbit the the nucleus of the atom we have originally believed that electrons were thought to orbit around the nucleus in defined pathways but recent researches by quantum physicists have shown us that actually there's something called electron cloud model where it was discovered that electrons move in waves in a defined space called the electron cloud now you should see it on the screen there called the ele electron cloud okay and now what does that even mean what an amazing thing that they would also then find out which i'm now getting to is that there's something called the observer effect now the observer effect shows that when an observer focuses an attention on any location of that energy cloud the electron will appear there if the observer is not looking or focusing the attention on that area of the cloud the electron will not appear there now remember the function of the electron the electron is the is, is negative charge that keeps the that revolves around the nucleus of the atom that connects with the proton the positive charge to keep the nucleus intact does that make sense so so essentially when you focus your 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 thought on a particular place in that electron cloud the electron then shows up essentially energy flows to where you put your attention on that's essentially what this is saying and if you put your if you take your eyes off there the energy disappears the fact that it disappears doesn't mean it's not there just that you cannot see it so essentially what we can prove from here is that the conclusion is that our focus thought cause wave energy to condense in where we are looking at and become matter this actually proves a link between thought and matter now just like how an atom's nucleus is surrounded by a non-physical uh, electron cloud just like what we've seen on the screen all of us are also surrounded, surrounded by a non-physical field of infinite energy so you have what we call quantum field all around you at the physical level now the more you focus on that quantum uh, energy the more you focus your thoughts on that energy it brings the quantum field brings that thing into your into reality for you this is pure science i'm not this is not anything it's just pure science essentially saying that just like how an electron manifests out of that energy cloud all of our physical universe manifests out of the quantum field so a quantum field is invisible you cannot see it but it is there but when you start to think a thought and you start to carry a particular type of emotion that electromagnetic field causes the the electron to show up to become matter essentially what we're saying here is in order to manifest anything in your life you need what we call elevated emotions you have your thoughts you have your emotions you have your thoughts you have emotions. think good things create positive emotions and you bring that into your life because that will make it to manifest so for example if you want to have a predominantly high level of uh, electromagnetic field around you the harbor emotions of love gratitude abundance tranquility appreciation and joy that will increase your positive electromagnetic field that would attract good things into your life if you have low emotions like anger fear lack worry you're argumentative or stress it will reduce your electromagnetic field it will shrink you down now what does this have to do with being in the valley where when you're in the valley what is the predominant emotion that you carry when you're in the valley ask anybody who is found themselves in the valley what kind of emotions will they be carrying they will be thinking bad thoughts they will think things are not going they'll be thinking nothing's going to work they will complain and moan and, and whatever and if you go back to the slide where i shared about elevated emotions you will notice that when you carry anger and fear and lack mindset right your electromagnetic field shrinks essentially instead of having bigger abundance you are you're going to start shrinking so when we find ourselves in a situation where things are not working the wrongest kind of emotion you can have 
is to just keep moaning and complaining and be angry because those things will not it will continue to bind you in that situation all right so when this uh prophet says okay you have found yourself in the valley now nothing's working there's no water get me a ministry get me a musician that will change the elevation the emotional atmosphere in that place to ensure that miracle can then happen that really blessed me so much again this is how science now tied with spiritual you can see that all of this is sort of work together now there's something i want to show you quickly before we round up i've got about 10 minutes right it's called the emotional guidance scale this emotional guidance scale is something i found online it was developed by a man named abraham hicks i don't subscribe to his whatever but this um emotional scale is actually makes a lot of sense when i studied it now you can see on the left hand side you see what you call upward spiral of emotional scale and on the right hand side you have downward spiral of emotional scale and the downward spiral means when you're on the downward spiral you're going down you're getting depressed things are going down for that person but when you're on the left hand side things are elevated you are moving into abundance but now look at something here if somebody finds himself in let's say doubt or discouragement which is scale number 16 on the right hand side the only way for that person to get into the positive side starts from level 7 Level seven is a is the beginning of the upward spiral. And what do you have there? Contentment. What is contentment? Just being grateful. That's why I said gratitude is the foundation. I think I've I've got a note somewhere that said gratitude is a foundation for the upward spiral. If you want to move to the upward spiral in life, you want to have having positive emotion. Now remember this emotion that is positive that is on the upward spiral. If you link that to your thoughts, thoughts lead to emotions. Emotion takes action. Action then produce results. It means that when you have an upward spiral emotion, right, it will lead you to take what positive action, and that positive action will lead you to get positive results in your life. So that's how thought creates realities, right? Because but thoughts cannot jump into realities without your emotion. That's why I'm focusing on your emotion today. Right now, if you have a downward spiral emotion, which, which means it comes from negative thought, we have negative thoughts, negative emotion. You take negative action and you get negative results in your life. So, for example, you don't have money in your bank account because you, you don't have money, but you keep thinking, I'm a loser, I don't have money, this doesn't work for me. You keep telling yourself, keep accusing yourself, and keep beating yourself down. That will continue to make you feel what feel like rubbish you have this emotion of blame and anger and disappointment and then uh, your emotion is going what down and because your emotion is going down you are not at a depressed state all actions you are taking from a depressed state will become scattered depressed and then you keep getting negative results to change that you need to first of all start to change what you think about and how do you do that start from gratitude start by being grateful for what you have Start by being saying, okay, what do I have now? What can I thank God for? You know, begin to thank God in the middle of that lack. That's what God, we're going to talk about that next week when we start talking about the digging of the trenches in the valley. But today, I just wanted to know that when you find yourself in a valley, the worst thing you can do is complain and moan. Based on this emotional scale, what you need to do is focus on being content, being grateful. And now, when you are content and you are grateful, it will lead you to become more hopeful because all of a sudden instead of looking at what is not working in your life you're now focusing on what is working now that would make you to know oh i have one or two things that i can be i can be happy about then that brings hope now hope leads to optimism now there's something i want to tell you about hope by the way you know the bible says in the book of hebrews chapter 11 uh, verse 6 that without faith it is impossible to please god right but hebrews chapter 11 1 says faith is a substance of things hoped for which means your faith which is the the, the, that which overcomes the world cannot work without hope faith is based on the foundation of hope so but to get hope start with gratitude so as you begin to get grateful for what you have hope rises up and once hope rises up your faith begins to get emboldened to take bigger decisions to make bigger things to begin to pray prayers that you know you're gonna get results I hope that is making sense to you all right and then when you become optimistic then what happens is you begin to have what we call positive expectation now the bible describes hope as positive expectation of good so when you have positive expectation it means that you are expecting only good things to happen to you in this life just think about that the more you become possibly expecting positive things to happen to you expectation draws to you what you are expecting so what you constantly expect to happen to you is what you're going to keep getting then from there you get you become enthusiastic you become passionate about life and that leads you to the upward spiral of joy now remember this joy is already in your spirit 
So the joy that is in your spirit now manifests in your life. But you see, there's nothing I've spoken about here that talks about you having a lot of money. It's just a state of mind, a state of mind. Joy is a choice. But joy is also the fruit of the spirit that you have. We have joy as a fruit of the spirit in our spirit. We just have to just allow it to flow out. Praise God. But if you're on the downward spiral, you become pessimistic. You don't see anything good about life. You become disappointed. You become worried. Like, look at look at the, the lowest level here is grief or depression. So the person who is depressed is already it's, it's, it's in the same level as somebody who has lost somebody, who has lost something, you know, maybe somebody dies or whatever, you are grieving. That person is the same level as somebody who is depressed. Now, the person who is living in guilt is on the same level as somebody who feels unworthy. Now, you can see how when we start talking about the grace of God, we're talking about that there's, there's therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, how this really helps. Because when you are preaching a message of condemnation, and you say you are preaching the gospel, you are actually creating an emotion that pushes people down into the downward spiral. And that's not what God wants. That's the reason why Romans 8 says there is no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. God does not want you living in guilt or insecurity or a sense of unworthiness. That's the reason why I preach what I preach because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. If you live your life feeling overwhelmed, living, living a life that is filled with anger and blame and worry and disappointment and frustration, it's because you have not embraced the gospel but if you know how god sees you and you truly embrace how god sees you it will change your life so when these people found themselves in a state where nothing was working and they now said look the uh, the prophet said get me a minister a, 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 a music minister who can come and play for me it was in the middle of praying and elevating god up that's when miracles began to happen in their lives that's when the word of god came that then said to them look listen there's going to be a breakthrough here when you find yourself in a situation that doesn't look good, people of God, what I want you to do is begin to praise God. Why is that? When you start to praise God, you are shifting attention from that thing that is not working to God. And you know, in the realm of God, there is a realm of all possibilities. Praise God forevermore. So when you now begin to elevate your emotion, where that is focusing on the all possibilities of God, what will then happen is this, is that, God's abilities then begins to flow into your life. Always remember, from downward spiral to upward spiral, you start with gratitude. Begin to shift your attention. Thank God for the for life. Thank God for things that money cannot buy. Thank God for things in your life that you are grateful for. The fact that you can drink water. The fact that you can sleep at night. The fact that you can take a walk and your organs are working. The fact that you even have a house to live in. Whatever it is that you can find, begin to get grateful there. And then out of that, begin to eulogize God, begin to praise God. Remember, enter his courts with what? Thanksgiving and praise. As you begin to praise him and thank, thank him, things are going to begin to shift in your life. Praise God forevermore. So the atmosphere for miracle is the atmosphere that suggests an atmosphere of praise, an atmosphere of worship. Cultivate that. And how do you cultivate that? Start by thinking on things that you can be grateful to God for in the situation, in the valid situation that you find yourself and the Lord will break through for you. Praise God forevermore. All right, my time is almost up. I've got a couple of examples I want to quickly share with you. And I won't be able to go into it deeply, but I want you to take note of this and go back and read them yourself. I, there's a scripture I shared in Bible study yesterday, in, in prayer meeting yesterday. Uh, in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 30, the Bible tells us that, that Jehoshaphat won the war against an, the enemy uh, by praising God. When he started to praise God, the enemies begin began to fight against themselves you know and when they got there Joshua just went there and pick up the spoils of war he didn't even have to fight the battle that's the power of praise another example that I wanted to know that in your your in your notebook is in Joshua chapter 5 verse 13 to Joshua chapter 6 verse 27 this was the conquest of um of, of uh, Jericho actually the, the, the conquest of Jericho God told them they are not going to fight any war here and the walls of Jericho was walled up. It was an impossible situation. Guess what they did? They walked around the city seven times. And on the seventh day, they just shouted and the whole world came down. So when you embrace, you know, this mindset of praising God in the middle of the challenge, you are going to bring closed walls to come down. Or, you know, barriers to come down for you in the name of Jesus. Another example is the life of Paul. Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas were thrown into jail. In book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, the Bible says, Paul and Silas, on undaunted, prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God, while all the other prisoners listened to their worship. Suddenly, a great earthquake shook the foundation of the prison, 
all at once every prison door flung open and the chains of the prisoners came loose here we see an example here how the the prison doors that, that bound them was flung open earthquake came go use natural natural means you know to supernatural encounter to set them free from the bondage where they found themselves you see three examples here if I can go further, you know, there's another one. I will do that next week about the, the value of dry bones. Again, when we begin to praise God and speak the word of God over a situation, it is bound to change. The atmosphere for miracles, people of God, is the atmosphere that focuses attention on the goodness of God, that praises God and glorifies God in the middle of the challenge. That's what the devil doesn't want you to do. But if you learn to speak words of praise to God, you are shifting attention from the problem and you're shifting attention on God. God is bound to move in your life. Praise God forevermore. All right, so midnight, when you are in the midnight session, like Paul was in midnight session, it represents a time when nothing is working. When you are in the valley position, it represents a time when you are going through these challenges and it seems like there's no way out. I have a word for you. The God will calm the raging storm. The God will stop the mouth of lions. The God who raised Lazarus from the dead is still alive today. And he will do in your life that which seems so impossible. Just praise him, even when you are faced with the impossible. I want you to know that miracles do happen in any situation. We need to learn to praise him uh, instead of complaining and moaning. We don't want to be a lamenter. We don't want to be somebody who is carrying cups or who is going to the graveyard. Because lamenting and complaining are in the same direction. But you want to be a praiser, somebody who builds up the emotional capacity that praises God so that the electromagnetic feed around you with that which is sending out waves of praise everywhere and you know what happens when you praise things happen oh my god praise God forevermore so let us pray as we begin to round up I want you to know that God loves you that it is your season do not make your mouth a graveyard don't be a complainer a lamenter a moaner begin to praise God even in the situation and the situation is bound to change for you. Praise God forevermore. Let us pray. Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for your people. Thank you, Almighty God, for the ability to just try and understand that praise changes things, that the atmosphere we carry or create around our lives can change situations for the good. And Lord, Almighty God, help us today, O oh Lord, to learn. Father, as well as we have learned today, to put to use that when we begin to praise you and elevate you, and we begin to sing songs of praise even in the middle of the valley that we might find ourselves that you oh god we will come through for us in ways that we have never known thank you almighty god may our words be in tandem with the prevalent emotion of the universe which is harmony lord i thank you oh lord and i decree in this new month harmonious situations are coming there we are across the ways of their, your children i pray for your people that in this new month they will embrace the positivity of god in the mighty name of jesus christ i pray all my for breakthroughs upon breakthroughs that your children will learn to embrace the atmosphere of miracles thank you almighty god lord we give you praise in jesus name we pray now if you have never given jesus uh, given your life to jesus please i want you to follow me in this prayer as i lead you in this prayer of of, of, of salvation remember everything we're speaking about here what counts ultimately is that we belong in the family and i want you to be part of this family that i belong to it's been a great journey working with god say with me dear lord jesus i believe you died for me receive me as your son or as your daughter i give my life to you thank you for having me i now declare that you are my lord and my savior in Jesus name now if you have made that declaration out of your mouth and you believe that Jesus Christ indeed died for you the Bible says you're saved and I welcome you now into the family of my father praise God forevermore all right as we go I want you to know that life is going to turn around for you the situation where you find yourself is not going to be the end of you the Lord will make breakthroughs to come for you in this month in the name of Jesus I'm asking you please cooperate with God by vocalizing out of your mouth the positivity that you want by building in your life the emotions that you desire upward spiral emotion so that you can based on your thought and your emotions you can take actions that are positive to give you positive results things are going to change for you for you this month by the power of the holy ghost in the name of jesus thank you thank you again for being part of church remember we have communion service at 3 30 i'll be looking forward to seeing you there god bless you 
Thank you for worshiping with us. We hope you enjoyed the service. We were blessed to have you. We hope to see you again every Wednesday for midweek service at 6 p.m. UK time, every Saturday morning for prayers at 6 a.m. UK time, and Sunday service at 8 a.m. UK time. The replay for today's service will premiere on YouTube at 10 a.m. UK time. For love offering, kindly use the bank details on your screen or you can scan the QR code on your screen to give via PayPal. Have you heard about grace many times but have found it difficult to apply what you have heard and learned about it? Come Wednesday, the 4th of May 2022, the Lighthouse is hosting its first ever Practicality of Grace meeting where all your questions about grace will be answered. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we will share our experiences and difficulties and learn how to apply grace in areas of our lives where we are finding it difficult. This is a safe space for the believer in Christ and you do not want to miss this. Love.